0: Hello, 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 everybody. You are listening to your wifey's favorite fighting game podcast, FGC Cast. I am the expired radio host of yesteryear, The Purple Sharpie. And I'm here, as always, with my Video Killed the Radio Star co-host, Yahozy. How are you doing today, Don? I'm doing great.
1: Uh, Yeah, Video Killed the Radio Star. And I'm here to kill people in DNF Duel. Yeah. Uh, And also with my smooth... Voiceover as I talk through this. Uh, how's it going, Sharpie? How's you know, doing, chillin'?
0: It's going really well. I've been still very, very busy with my wedding matchup. Uh, I know, I know. I keep talking about it. I'm going to continue talking about it. But at the point of us recording this podcast, which is July 16th, my wedding is approximately one month away. You know, so that's yeah. pretty exciting. How's how's life for you, Don?
1: Well, I just finished folding a uh, load of laundry, which is probably the highlight of my week. You know, it is a Sunday, so it's not really (laughs) a big barrier to entry. Uh, but no, I've been good. I've just been chilling. I've just been doing some some dumb some dumb crap around the house. Nothing nothing crazy. It's been it's been chill. You know. Speaking
0: chill. of chill and low barriers of entry, earlier this past month, we had an opportunity myself and a few other individuals to actually participate inside of the Koinichi Street Fighter Six debut tournament. As everybody probably is aware of, as we've obviously made very very painfully aware of uh, if you're not if you don't know who konichi is uh, they are a fighting game esports organization that actually focuses on creating equitable opportunities for marginalized individuals especially inside of the fighting game scene and one of the things that they've really been focused on doing is making sure that people are able to get into fighting games especially if they happen to be queer or um, a a person of color inside the fighting game community to create online invitational tournaments where people can go ahead and enter with very very low uh, low low stress, you know, very low barrier of entry. and I actually happened to participate in it. Uh, this happened earlier this month, July 8th. Um, there was a very, very large cast of individuals, very, very large participant listing here. and we actually had two commentators, one of which was Marine, who's very well known as I have the Street Fighter uh, five scene. and I think even a little bit as I have the four scene, correct me if I'm wrong here, Don. uh Uh,
1: i actually don't know about four but i do know that Marina is really well known in uh, in five
0: yeah she's very well known in five Uh, she i think she was on exo academy she's commentated the game she plays the game quite a bit uh and we also have hm athena who is also someone that i personally know i played league of legends with her but she has also been inside the fighting game scene for a while and she had an opportunity to commentate this event which i thought was super awesome uh top eight was very very, very very, very very contested and uh, we had quite a few individuals show up and show out for this tournament but ultimately it went out to these eight contenders, the best of the best, as you might say. now I'm interested really quickly. Uh, I know last time we spoke, Don, you didn't have the best you know experience with Street Fighter Six has anything like that changed? Do you think an invitational tournament like this may possibly open? you know, some opportunities for you in Street Fighter 6's lifespan?
1: No, <laughs> no, it won't. Thanks for asking. Uh, no, I, I like uh, Kunoichi is um, I really like like the work they do. I worked with them in the past on Strive. I think that they do great things for women and queer and, and non-binary and and marginalized, you know, people of all colors. But um, i don't really want to play six in this type of environment in any type of environment even the most accepting one right Mm -hmm. it's like uh it's kind of like someone said hey dawn you're gay you get free chocolate cake and then i'm like but i'm allergic to chocolate (laughs) like that's kind of what this feels like to me so you know i am excited that i i think that women only tournaments and and queer and 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 uh people of color tournaments are really important i think that they're great to open up um avenues for people that normally wouldn't really have uh the comfort level to yeah. enter an open bracket because like in the FGC, anyone can enter a bracket yes. right so i think the only thing that creates a barrier to entry is how accepted you feel and how much you want to grind and i think kunoichi does a good job breaking down that barrier right and literally making it like this is a safe space to compete oh very um, yes
0: very very yes yeah
1: yeah I, you know, I one name on there that I haven't seen in a hot minute is Super Yan. Uh, yes. not I have not seen Super Yan in a hot minute. I think she... I don't want to say she skipped 5, but she wasn't really around much in 5. So, um, good to see her playing... I think it was Honda, which you know, this a charge character, just like Balrog. So <laughs> good for her. Glad, glad she's having a good time. I'm, I'm glad that y'all had a good time.
0: I'm so happy that I got to see so many very, very talented femme and non-binary individuals enter yeah. the tournament. And I'm even happier that we had people entering the tournament that like, you know, I'm an anime fighter, you know, we've talked sure. about this before and I yeah. have been playing street fighter six. Um, I think I've already made my thoughts on street fighter six. Very, very clear. They're very similar to yours. Um, sure. it's not that I, it's not that I dislike the game's mechanics or anything that game is just not for me and i think you've been also very very open about that as well you know some games are just not for people and this game is not for me i have been streaming it i have been playing it uh, especially on my tiktok streams which are live every single day at 5 30 p.m eastern 2 30 p.m pacific exclusively on tiktok but uh, i will say that uh, lily is is fun i'm i'm learning how to do 360s against like a grappler? i i
1: you're playing a grappler
0: uh, i i
1: My, my girl, you playing a grappler. Welcome to grappler. Welcome to grappler life. So now, 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 instead of... Inventing Okazemi and shimmies, (laughs) you can just flip coins.
0: I have been actively 360ing people and practicing my 360s against Persia. And Persia was also one of the people inside the tournament. And I also want to shout out Persia for commentating Street Fighter 6, I believe, at CEO, where she was commentating along with Saint Cola. And she was given accolades by several people inside the community. Very, very big Street Fighter veterans, most notably Hollywood Rob TV on Twitter, who stated that that was actually their favorite pairing on commentary nice. that entire weekend. So, yeah,
1: yeah, Persia is a very good commentator. Yeah. I, I like Persia a lot. She's I awesome. really
0: hope she gets an opportunity to commentate Street Fighter at Evo this year, which brings us into our very next topic, obviously. Okay. Of Evolution! I know, Evolution I know, everybody. 2020.
1: Twenty three. That's guys right. Weren't
0: expecting us to talk about the biggest fighting game event in the world, I'm sure, on this podcast. But guess what? We are. Suck it, haters. Uh, Evo twenty twenty three is scheduled for about a month now, a little bit less out than a month, right? Um, and uh, I think it's about.
1: Yeah, it's like two weeks away. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's like two and a half. So, almost I think it's like a month. Two, two
1: and a half weeks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy soon.
0: It's very, very close. But most notably, one of the things I actually want to talk about is that the actual numbers went live for it. And I'm going to go ahead and pull it onto us really quickly because, Don, if there's one thing I want to get here, it's your thoughts on these numbers. Uh, actually, you're covering a bit of the screen, so I'm just going to give our viewers, sure. especially listening to us on either, uh, what's it called, on either YouTube or on Spotify, which now has video, they'll actually be able to see these numbers. Street Fighter has 7,061 entrants. Last comment, last cast, we talked about how many people were enter- entering inside yeah, Street Fighter 6. It's a lot.
1: That's, that's a lot of people. It's yeah, a lot so of it's, people. It's, I'll, I'll average the numbers here. We got about 7K for 6, 2.5K mm-hmm. uh, for Strive, 1.5K mm-hmm. for Tekken, 1.4K for Marvel, which is crazy, uh, 800 for Dragon Ball, uh, Street Fighters or King of Fighters 15 with the devil's number here 666 <laughs> uh, Melty me. Blood with 550 and Mortal Kombat 11 with 450 um yeah it's it, like let's start with with, with six right yeah. like okay the numbers are confirmed 7,000 uh you have to run 7,000 people through a bracket in two days uh, I am praying for EVO staff uh <laughs> if you have not volunteered I highly recommend uh volunteering if you want to um help run those through but like hey shoe fighter 6 that is a lot a lot of people um no surprise i mean it's like a game that's taken the FGC by sp- by storm like very expectedly it's definitely not my game uh but i'm glad that people like it enough to enter you know oh,
0: for sure one of the things um, i actually wanted to go ahead and also show off on stream here was i believe we have um just a quick little where is it where is it i have it here i prepped this show me sharpie yeah. show me the goods. so there was some really cool news about crunchyroll actually sponsoring evo 2023 yeah. this year and inside of an exclusive article posted to evo.gg which i highly recommend all of our podcast listeners and viewers take an opportunity to check out themselves they actually announced that there are going to be exclusive events and exclusive merchandising opportunities for both spectators and participants alike to get while at EVO. One of the things that I was really interested in was they happened to have a a photo booth where you can actually take some really awesome candid photos with some of your favorite animated People inside of there. I think they specifically mentioned Spy X Family inside of here, and I apologize if I'm incorrect. I'm I'm reading off of the no, very, no. Very they mentioned story. Spy X Family. Yeah. I'm
1: gonna take a photo with with uh, I forget their names, but uh, they're yeah. cool. I like that anime. It's yeah. like one of the few animes I watched oh, in it's my got, like, life, and I'm like, this is good. It's
0: so cute. It's so it's cute, freaking yeah. cute. but uh, it's
1: it's cute, and uh, it's one of the few animes that isn't super serious, and yeah. I enjoy that.
0: No, I I really think that this integration is so good for the future of evo because yeah uh, and we've talked about this before like combo breaker is like what i think most people have and their heart of hearts like when you talk to a competitor you ask someone what their favorite tournament is the answer is usually combo breaker when you talk sure. to someone about what their favorite tournament experience is in general That knows fighting that doesn't even know fighting games they say evo because it's a convention it's an opportunity for people who are fighting game enthusiasts and competitors to like kind of meet up and mix and i think evo's sponsorship and collaboration opportunity with crunchyroll here really just solidifies their future as one of those events that's like a must go for anyone who's interested inside of fighting games now and uh, don i believe you said you're actually going as well yeah
1: yeah i'll be at evo uh i'm entering strive i i don't expect to do super great but more importantly i, I as a fighting game player i feel obligated to go to evo mm-hmm. right like i i'll show up at this booth i'll take a photo with the family the spyx family and you know hang out with them uh i my goal is to just get my chipotle burrito and bounce honestly because yes. um,
0: i'm not gonna lie i, I kind of like chipotle yeah now
1: i kind of kind of dig it and i love free food because i'm a cheap cheap son of a gun bro
0: i really appreciate the fighting game community's appreciation to food because i just i just want to say and put it out there some of those chipotle tokens that people got from combo breaker and some of these Mm -hmm. chipotle opportunities that people are going to get at evo make me remember about how when i first started competing in like super smash brothers melee the struggle of just not having food after a tournament oh, yeah, dude yeah for sure that is such a real struggle <laughs> like yeah, I'm all i remember kids i today. remember getting second
1: at a tournament and being like well in order to pay the electric bill i guess i gotta pawn my camera because i didn't win (laughs) like i I, you know i've been there i'm like damn i only won 40 bucks like this sucks what am i gonna do
0: yeah it's uh Uh, so yeah i I know the feeling
1: i know the feeling really well uh so i'm I'm glad that you know people are getting fed like you're in vegas right so like if you can make it to vegas you got some money probably but it's 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 nice to to get to get some food you know for beating people up for sure and you know what if you think I, there's no way I'm making out a bracket with 7,000 people like 6,000 of them gotta be garbage like just go beat them up you oh, know yeah, like for you'll sure. be fine for sure yeah. for sure
0: we here at fighting game cast condone violence inside of the game especially at evo if you have 100%. been practicing a teabag combo and you've been looking for a stage to put it out on do it at evo and then tag us hashtag fgc cast
1: for sure and also like you know if you're like oh man i'm too garbage for evo well one um you i hope you already signed up because registration's closed it is closed. and number two uh something in the fighting game scene that i think people don't realize is like people watch daigo and people watch like tokido and people watch sonic fox and be like wow like These are, uh, (laughs) my captions just said Tokido's, (laughs) like, (laughs) instead of Tokido. uh, (laughs) That's actually really funny. But no, like, uh, in fighting games, you are trying to be the least garbage. And everyone is slightly garbage. So if you think I'm too garbage to play this game, uh, you're not. We're all trash. Just, you know, be the least trash out of all of us. Yeah, be better trash
0: than everybody else. You know, like, I always tell people, I play Skullgirls because I'm not trash enough. play Toho anyway as always make sure that if you are attending the event you have a little bit of free extra time on your hands do go ahead and just volunteer if you go over to evo.gg you can go ahead and sign up to volunteer and run some brackets both me and Don actively condone assisting and volunteering when you can they do need help they have really 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 big numbers this year in case this graphic was not obvious enough but uh you got some free time help out the FGC by running some brackets.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you also get some. Uh, I think you get free entry, you get paid, and you get food. Yeah. so it's it's, Don't it's quote worth. Us, it. If you're trying to do Evo on a budget, you should probably volunteer for like three, or four brackets. It's yeah. worth it.
0: it. It really is. It's a really good opportunity. Every single year, I've been at Evo, with the exception of last year, I ran brackets because I I, I, I literally could not. I was, they had me commentating like every single day with the exception of sunday (laughs) i was i was unable to run brackets (laughs) yeah
1: i I usually run brackets for uh 956 productions that is also at evo as like the side game like nonsense room uh, room and air quotes because it's a convention it's a big open space but um yeah i if you're commentating like running brackets at the same time will actually wear you out like commentating to me is like three times harder brackets i'm gonna be real so no no shame at all for for not not running brackets that year uh i i had to have people take over my bracket running because i'm like listen i'm i'm dead like i can't <laughs> do this anymore like pass like someone like take my clipboard take it i'm dying take it <laughs> that
0: isn't that's 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 a that's a very real quote from someone running a bracket by the way yeah it's like
1: like you know how uh i don't know if he watched the last of us and i'm not going to spoil anything but Blue they Zanka. use a clipboard as like like, it's kind of shaped like like a clipboard's shaped like a gravestone, right? And they, they don't do this. But Dude. in my head, I'm like, yeah, you could just you could lay on the ground and put your bracket above your head so it's like a tombstone. And then someone could come and rob your grave and take your bracket for you. Dude, that's that would actually system.
0: be pretty godlike. Uh, you know, that speaking be of brackets and community run Uh events we especially Uh already talked about coinichi and how that's a community run incentive by someone inside the community i know that you actually know this very next presenter who is named tong otherwise known as tampa never sleeps but i believe he's running a specific event would you like to tell us a little bit more about it Don?
1: Yeah, I don't think there's much to say uh, at the moment, but he's starting a thing called Tennessee Never Sleeps, which is like a regional in Tennessee. Uh, I think Kumite in Tennessee is no longer being run, so I imagine this is kind of the the spiritual replacement, um, every little, I don't want to call it tri-state area, but every area needs a yeah. regional, right? Yeah. And this is coming to Tennessee and all the surrounding states, which I definitely know because I'm a Star Geography student. So <laughs> all those states, I don't even need to name them because you all know at home, uh, can drive to Tennessee for this $10,000 regional, uh, which is honestly for a regional kind of crazy. Oh I'm, no, that's a ridiculous
0: lie. amount of yeah. money for a regional. And as all we've talked about Tong. Before inside of this podcast, he's an awesome member of the community. He's actually responsible for Marvel at Evo. I believe he's running and commentating for and Tampa Never Sleeps is also responsible for the production at a lot of the Marvel and Evo stage. And obviously they'll be responsible for the production here at the Tennessee Never Sleeps event. So it's it's really nice to see. Uh, contenders like this inside of here you know what actually i'm gonna go ahead and just give us the thirds of it really quickly because i want to go sure. ahead and shout out some of these game pop bonuses it may be a little bit difficult to see but that i believe is a two thousand dollar uh oh my that's god i lied that's five thousand dollar bonus there for street fighter yeah. 1.5 thousand for tekken 7 1.5 thousand for street fighter i'm sorry for super smash brothers ultimate 1000 for guilty gear half a grand for mvc3 and another half a grand for dragon ball fighters which is just that's crazy and obtuse amounts of money don
1: Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's like you could fly out there for Marvel and win and make a profit, which Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy if you think about it, like flying out for Marvel winning in like 2023, like 10 years after the game came out. That's that's wild.
0: Five five grand for Street Fighter six, huh? I happen to know that bus tickets from Virginia to Tennessee start at about five dollars from the Megabus, and i also happen to know that this is just not personally me ever recommending megabus because it's a it's a horror story and a half but if sure. you happen to have a little bit of extra money right now and you want to you want to get a piece of that pie for really really cheap you you live on the east coast you can probably get a megabus ticket for like sub fifty dollars right now and just go on over. if
1: uh yeah and it, you know if you're listening to this and you go you know i i could really use five thousand dollars but i really want to get better at fighter 6 uh, d- don't don't get You're better. Street too. Fighter Six. Play a, Play a better fighting game. That's my. That's what I think. Play <laughs> Play a more. Play a fighting game that rewards your time with fun and enjoyment, Go and not off, blocking JP mix. Go
0: off, Don. You know. Let, I me, support let me. This
1: message. Let me spit. <laughs> okay. I think people that play Street Fighter Six are boring. Talk I think that game's, shit. game's I think Don! I think that game's boring. I think that. My, the goal of fighting games Ooh, is to imagine a line graph, uh-huh, right? Uh huh, uh huh. And y- it said buttons per minute. And you say, I want to press the game that presses the least amount of buttons possible. And you say, I want to play that game. You're lame and boring. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk that I am going to talk it. You <laughs> you should play an anime yeah. game that forces you to input a 47 input car cancel sequence to hit a, a, a one frame link. And then you micro dash ID cancel that link. And then you do an, uh, a jump in like JC, J2C, and then you land like that shit's cool. You know, in Street Fighter, you press light punch and then you press the special move button because you play modern. <laughs> I, just press, I just
0: pressed DI. And I, I I will say, I will say, the reason I'm not a big fan of Street Fighter 6 is because my yeah. inputs are not clean. Because in Skullgirls, oh, okay. you have to mash that shit. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. inside of even Strive, you really got to mash it, you know? No. I feel like... I like, I want to be like, like
1: the Hacker Man gif. I want to type on a keyboard as fast as possible. <laughs> and I want my character to do like a backflip.
0: Yeah, I feel that. In Street feel Fighter that. 6,
1: I feel like it's just, you just like pull a big lever. That's like a casino game. Like you play, ding, 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 like congratulations. You won. I don't know. I,
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> feel, I feel like it's not
1: cool. It's I not feel cool. like in
0: Street Fighter 6, sometimes my inputs are like, I, have you seen Game of Thrones, Don? Uh, no, not really. Okay, inside of Game of Thrones, it's about these these feudal families, right, inside of, like, sure. old-timey England setting, right? And there these, there's this house of Starks, right? And the story yeah. kind of takes place around them. And it's talking about okay. them getting ready for, like, you know, securing power and, and the story of these kids and, like, the bastard son reclaiming power, blah, blah, blah. That's just the, the basis of it without any spoilers, right? Now, sure. they have a saying inside of there that winter is coming, which is the idea that, like, they need to prepare for the end coming doom and everything that happens there i feel like i feel like basically when i play street fighter 6 it's very much so like the idea of like all these people coming and sieging my castle like except their inputs so i just put all these inputs in and like whichever ones get into the castle get into the castle you know okay it's very much so like you have to defend the castle. Speaking of defend being the castle, Defend the North uh-huh. is a tournament that actually occurred literally right freaking now. We're gonna go ahead and talk about some of these tournament yeah. results that are currently going on. We're gonna start with Street Fighter Six, which is actively as we record this commentary and this podcast going on right now, there is a $5,000 guaranteed prize pool from Defend the North. And as soon as I said that, for whatever reason, it didn't update. Okay, so it looks oh, like, fun. it looks like as of right now, they're showing that Kaba actually won the tournament. Uh, It's uh, maybe, it, oh, it's showing projected, my bad. It's showing as projected. My yeah, bad, my, it's bad. Showing projected. my bad, Right now, I believe
1: ManaRD is in Grand Finals, yes. and Kaba and Space Boy are waiting in Losers Finals. That's I actually crap. have the... The stream up on the side. I will validate as soon as the names populate. Perfect. Uh, we see Guile and Luke at the moment. I know you can't see this at home, uh, but... They're never going to update the names. okay? I don't. Yeah, Spaceboy and Kaba. So they're playing losers finals. So by the end of this end of this uh, podcast, we will know who won. Yes, we
0: will. And it'll be really exciting. Uh, I don't think uh, Mena is a super surprise to a lot of people watching at home. I mentioned him as the crowd favorite and the people's champ the very last time. Kaba is also a Dominican player who is also sponsored, I believe, on the same team as Mena RD, or am I crazy? I think they're actually on different I teams think that's now. True. No, they are, they're both true. on Bandits, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's really nice. Uh, congratulations to Pred, who secured a spot there inside of, it looks like fifth. Uh, no Need to Talk secured a place inside of fourth. And right now, third place is currently being duped out in, lo- in losers finals, but uh, it does look like guaranteed first or second is going to be Mena RD. Um, and, and tie for seventh, we have Taiga, as well as Joe Ume-, Ro- Ume Rogan, which is is that is that a Joe Street Fighter Ume reference? Rogan. <laughs> is that is that, a, is that a is that a Street Fighter reference?
1: I think that's Joe Rogan, but it's like an Ume Shoryu. Yeah, that's what like, I
0: that's what I thought. But I was listen, like, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, con- congratulations to all of top eight. We'll see who wins. Of course. Uh, I, I hope you're proud that you won this boring ass game. <laughs> Uh, defend the North. It's very
0: Congratulations. difficult. Congratulations on defending your the North. I do want to say Taiga is actually from, I believe, New York. So, uh, Defend the North is cent- centered around like giving New York players a lot of visibility. Taiga performed very, very well at East Coast and uh, large scale regionals and Street Fighter Five. So it's really awesome to see them placing top eight at an event like this, especially with a large international audience. Legendary Pred, I believe, is also a, a New York local. So Yeah,
1: Legendary Proud is definitely is, new, is Omega New York. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and you know that because you competed in Dragon Ball with them. So it's oh, yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. to see this. Uh, let's move on over to Mortal Kombat 8, uh, which is actually finished. Uh, in first place, we have Gurr, which I don't think there's any surprise. They also got first place in, at CEO. so congratulations to him. Second place is Ghost. Third place is Cosner. Fourth place is Jen Fox. Tied for fifth, we have Storm Coon as well as uh, Dale Jr. And tied for seventh, we have him, Willie, and Lonely Fans, which I assume could not afford the $20 OnlyFans subscription. But uh
1: hey you know <laughs> now you can you got 8th place in Mortal Kombat 11
0: <laughs> which um, you got I don't probably think they $30. had a pot bonus for that. Yeah, I don't think they had a pot for that. Uh, they may have I I didn't do too much research into that unfortunately just cuz I was wedding planning. But congratulations oh, to everybody there in top 8 obviously. That's uh yeah. really really promising. I believe they actually had a total amount of entrance um I think it was I'm looking right now at the bracket and they had Oh, they only have the bracket here for top eight. That's interesting. That's okay. Well, anyway, they had a lot of people show up inside of here. And uh, yeah, congratulations yeah. to everybody there. I don't know why they only have a bracket for our top eight. There must've done something weird on the production side. Uh, the secondary, or the third event that we will be showcasing here that has actually gone ahead and finished at Defend the North is a very, very big bracket. Um, well, is it, <laughs> it is actually Melty Blood. And the reason oh, I'm going to show off Melty okay. Blood is because you saw their numbers. Melty Blood is showing out.
1: Multi they're doing really Multi-Blood got an Evo so, spot too, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're doing really good. Multi-Blood's glowing Multi Blood's up.
0: This is going to be one of their very last events before Evo, so it's going to be really interesting to see how they perform here. Obviously, we can't full, show the full bracket because it's not completely pulling up here. But inside of first place is Safe. Um, inside of second place is Railina. Third place is Center underscore Blue. Fourth place is Chunky Monkey. <laughs> Uh, tied for fifth is Game Psycho and Tree Sentinel. Tied for seventh by way of DQ is P Town Hero and Amanto, who actually was defeated by Center Underscore Blue. So, um, congratulations to the entirety of Melty Blood top eight. And now that I actually look at it, it looks like it was actually a bit of a smaller bracket. They actually ran the event. It looks like on PC, and I believe we talked yeah, it about like this. Yeah, looks like
1: only thirteen people entered Melty yeah. Blood. And so.
0: Good not a s- top eight. If you got bottom five, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> grats! <laughs> no, it happens. Grats. It happens. It, it, it definitely happens. does. and it, it definitely happens. I don't know if Evo's going to be on PC, though. Do you know?
1: Uh, Evo's not going to be on PC, no. Yeah, no, so, there's no PC brackets at Evo. I mean, it's sponsored by Sony, Yeah, so.
0: that may have been a reason why we didn't have, like, a super huge showing of players, is especially with Evo being this close. Nobody wants to enter a PC to- tournament.
1: You know? No, 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 no. Y- yeah, for, for those who don't know, PC and, and console have different... Uh, Completely different not input timings. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, like, when you play on PC, usually it's about two frames faster. Yeah. Um... Like, and and it matters so much that like in the Exert days, a little bit of a tangent, but, um, so Japanese players, uh, Japanese arcade cabinets had actually one additional frame of delay Oh wow! compared to PS4, but they played on cabs back then, right? I mean, they still do, but for Exert specifically, they played exclusively on cabs like Mikado and all those arcades. Mm -hmm. And, um, so they had sheets of paper at Exert at Evo that said, please check the input delay to confirm like that. The input delay is set properly because they purposely added a frame of input delay on PS4 in the game the settings. To get parity. Yeah. To get parity, even though it's a, it's a frame nerf, which a frame is a huge deal. It's in a games. very, very big yeah. deal.
0: Like yep. it's the difference between, you know, the White Walkers coming into my castle or me actively uh, rage quitting on Persia because I lost 130 times in a row.
1: There you go. Yeah, JP, that's, is that's the difference. Uh, JP
0: is bullshit. JP um, is bullshit.
1: Uh-huh. All you need to do to get better at fighting games is find ways to remove frames. <laughs> that's it's Whoever has the least amount of frames wins every time. Players.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's DSP standard too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's how you exactly. want Evo that one time. <laughs> I'm that broken fucking patch, dude. <laughs> uh, you said to remove a frame, and I took off my glasses, <laughs> and I lost. I don't know why I I beat Vaie. I'm in top eight for this game. Too. Anyway, 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 moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Congratulations to anybody who got top eight inside of Melty Blood Type Lumina at Defend the North. Um, we hope obviously to see representation from this top eight at Evo, but like don so succinctly said uh, there is a very low chance of obviously the same top eight occurring if it if it does occur if we do see someone here inside of this top eight and they also get anywhere in top 32 at evo that would surprise me because that means that they are a very adaptable player that is able to practice on multiple consoles which is yeah. awesome you know really good yeah, they're trying to make that
1: a bank and you know what i respect that Yo, you gotta, gotta grind. To make that money you gotta grind you listen 13 people you get all of their money yeah you get how much money is that? You get sixty dollars for winning? I'll take sixty bucks. Me too. You dude. could use that to buy another copy of Multi Blood Type Lumina.
0: Yeah, you could even use that to go ahead and I, I didn't oh? have anything. I'm sorry, I have no segue. Oh that's all right. That's yeah. all right. I got really excited over a possible segue opportunity, and I'm I'm sorry, listeners, and on for That's all right. That why, don't, segue. why don't we
1: transition like uh, you know, We'll just, we'll just do it old
0: school. Let's style. just go to a, a different timeline. Next, what's next on the let's just go to another timeline, another multiple universe, if you were, and go to multiverses Top 8 here. Uh, we didn't cover it on the very last podcast, but multiverses is unfortunately no longer available. The game is no longer accessible inside of the PlayStation Store, on the Xbox yeah. Store. You cannot download it any longer on Steam. They have officially closed the beta, but... This is the very last official tournament that will be holding multiverses for pc in any official capacity defend the north had a fantastic showing for multiverses there are very very well-known players inside this bracket the first of which i want to go ahead and shout out who got first is actually k7 show off i had an opportunity of actually watching this player perform not necessarily at this bracket because i've been incredibly busy this weekend but they are a very very talented player they're well known inside the multiverses competitive community um and i believe they were running singles for this tournament Second place is ascend. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I'm not familiar with ascend, but third place was Twilight, and in fourth place, Legendary Pred, who competed inside of Street Fighter as well. So that's 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 crazy to me that Pred got so many top eights at Defend the Fenway North. He was just collecting brackets.
1: He, yeah, I bet you he won Dragon Ball too.
0: I'm actually checking right now. No, check. uh, I'm trying to see what events he entered in because dragon ball yeah he entered dragon ball he actually got second in dragon ball oh
1: wait who who, who we prepped
0: oh uh, i'm checking right now
1: i'm looking yeah i'm looking also
0: <laughs> it looks like it was axe Oh, Axe is sick.
1: All mm-hmm. right, cool. Yeah, that's fair. Good yeah. shit, Axe Very,
0: very good bracket, actually. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't highlight it, which, you know what? Actually, let's just go ahead and highlight it. Yeah, really let's quickly. just look
1: at it. But who, uh, who, who congratulations again to
0: Multi... I want to I wanna shout out the multiverses players first. I want to give them okay. the showcase. I don't want to be like, Fine. oh yeah, by the way, multiverses, fuck you, Dragon Boy. <laughs> 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 which is what I almost just did. Uh, but shout outs to uh, Tide for fifth, was J. George M. and Laundry Guy. I'm not going to announce seventh place because they were both BQs, unfortunately, as they didn't show up. But congratulations to everybody who got top five. It was a very, very small bracket, um mostly just because uh, Multiverses is no longer widely accept uh, available on online, and people do have to play exclusively offline in order to view it. So we are going to see a lot of Parsec tournaments coming up. But congratulations to K7 for winning the final offline um, official like Multiverses tournament. Good stuff for that. Let's go into let's go into, let's go into Dragon Ball. You're right. Let's, sure. let's, yeah, go let's ahead take, and let's take a Dragon peek.
1: I uh, think we need to do a deep dive. Let's let's dip our toes in. This is a let's
0: really see. big bracket dot. This is a yeah, really big. big bracket. Uh this bracket, I'm pulling it up right now. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, bracket. Ooh. Did I copy the wrong bracket? I did. Okay. Let me just go ahead and refresh it real quick. It's not showing up for some reason.
1: But yeah, as that's loading, I'll, I'll run through kind of the, the top eight real quick. Yeah. So uh, Axe Ice won uh, in a in a reset, actually. Yeah. So Axe got beaten by Legendary Pride in winners Finals, got sent to Losers, where he beat uh, Jay Fong, who then went to Grand Finals and then ran a 3-1 over Legendary Pride and then a 3-0. So good stuff to Axe yeah. Ice. Uh, really talented player. Uh, been a fan for a hot minute since Season 1, so he's been playing for a while and... Yeah, yeah.
0: This is a pretty. This it, is so. a crazy big bracket. First place, yeah, obviously Axie. Second place, Legendary Pred. Third place, J Fong, Fourth place, Allen Fly. Fifth place, tie for fifth, Tree Man and Calamari. Tie yeah. for seventh, Dragon God and Amanto. Yeah, wow. Good stuff. Really, really good. Pred definitely yeah, really good defended stuff. New York here. Really good showing by all players and um Don I just have to ask cuz you know we haven't talked about it very much recently <laughs> but what are your current thoughts on the the Dragon Ball meta right now?
1: Um uh, they kind of went crazy with it in a way that I appreciate because it kind of turned it from like it's it's Super Smash Brothers now mm-hmm. I'm going to be real it's Super Smash Brothers like it's it, and I don't I don't mean that in a yeah I kind of mean that in a negative way okay. like like it it's very like you have to find now the competitiveness in a non-competitive game mm. is what I mean I see and Smash Brothers Ultimate is a fun game and I think that if you want to be competitive you can right yeah I think that's the the joy of Smash Brothers with Dragon Ball they turned up like everything up to a, like a 15 out of 10 and so now it's so hyper that you have to kind of find the competitive competitiveness in the fun like it's if it, they did a lot of things that were total nonsense like that t- to say a bad word that game's a lot of bullshit right now <laughs> and th- that doesn't mean it can't be fun but it's like somehow like it's like marvel level of like bs and in a way that doesn't feel like marvel Um, I think that the game is better at that than it was in season four early where it was like the Android 21 show, the lab coat show. Yeah, Um, I
0: don't I don't feel like lab coat being the meadow is very fun to watch or play. I didn't play it at the time, but it was not fun at all for me to watch. And I like lab coat, you know? Yeah, like I'd rather the game
1: be extreme and enjoyable than extreme and unenjoyable like they turned it from like 13 to 15 and Mm. i said oh okay this is still way too like the power level in this game is still ridiculous Mm. and it, it really shouldn't be this high But at least it's so high now that it's kind of fun. It's kind of wrapped around. It's horseshoe theoryed its way back, right? I get that.
0: I super understand. Kind of like Smash Ultimate,
1: right? Like Smash Ultimate competitively, like it's not balanced really. Like I kind of, I kind of
0: disagree with that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just very, very slightly. Um, I will preface this obviously just by saying I don't play Super Smash Brothers competitively anymore. The very last game (laughs) I played competitively was Melee and Project Melee um but i will say from what i know about ultimate a lot of people complain that the game is not balanced because there's a huge roster of characters that aren't viable but i have seen character specialists take their character and just break the game with it i think i think it's very easy from an outside perspective to think that the game is not balanced at all because people are all complaining about nerfs and objectively i will argue that that's mostly because the fan base is younger And they've grown up inside of an era where things can just be patched out. But speaking to competitive players and professional players that are a little bit older, the thing I have always taken away from conversations regarding Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is that if you have good fundamentals, if you have a good understanding of how to read people, there is a very solid like 15 characters that you can use out of their roster of like, I think it's like 30 or something, you know? And you can succeed very well. But it's really just about understanding your play style and understanding what complements that the best rather than just like using any character that you happen to like, you know? Like, I think I think Smash suffers from the clone aspect more of we're just going to put IPs inside of it as opposed to like what I would consider the Skullgirls effect of we're going to have very, very True. unique characters that are, have a very unique moveset. And I think Dragon Ball has the same thing. So in that sense, I understand it. But I will say that, like, I don't think it has a a large-scale issue at the competitive level because people do just play top tiers inside of that game and they just have fun with it. And I don't think we've yeah, seen anybody really gonna... break the game in a way that's like unfair. I I, I just I just do want to d- defend the platform smiter- fighter here because I've I've spoken with competitive players and analyzers and they they have disagreeing thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. See, you, you saying all that and I just hear that sounds super unbalanced. Yeah, no, and, what, I, and
0: I, I, I know that's, I know that's what you're going to hear and I think it's fair. Yeah. I just like wanted he told to make sure <laughs> <laughs> he's only 15
1: out of 30 and I'm like, well, first of all, there's like, like a hundred characters in Smash. Like, coming
0: from a Smash, play, I know, I know you hear that ratio and you think that's crazy, but you also have to remember inside of like Melee, only sure. like five characters were viable out of their sure. roster yeah, of like totally. 25 or 20, sure. you know? So it's like, that's a significant better balance than in any other game. You know? Right. So... Yeah, but like...
1: Uh, how do I put this? Same with Dragon Ball. It's There's still like, very- I get I would, it. I get it. I would say like 50% of the characters are viable yeah. and like 50% aren't. Mm-hmm. And like they kind of turned every... Maybe, maybe more than that. Maybe like 70. I think in some ways Dragon Ball is a little... I mean, it's definitely more balanced than Ultimate. But like it, the... I'm sorry. That just all sounded really wild to me. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, like 15 characters are okay, and I'm like, what do you mean? There's like 120. <laughs> you there's have, like, to, there's you like have to, understand. Like, you have to understand
0: the whole history of Smash when you dissect Ultimate, really. And what's crazy is I don't even feel like I'm officially like licensed enough to speak about Smash at that sure. level. And I'm still just like, just no, so of you course, know, well, because like I know that the game is really popular. So I know that like when you say, oh yeah, that game's super unbalanced, people immediately think, oh, there's only like. Three playable characters, and then platformers are like, That's nothing, but if there's like 10, then they feel like they sure. have an opportunity, you know. And it, it, that's it the only reason like, I say that.
1: It sounds like you told me, like Hey, listen, 1% <laughs> of the top people owning 50% of the wealth <laughs> is crazy, <laughs> but coming, what if I no, told you, Coming we, from we, the traditional FTC, I
0: know how fucking insane that
1: sounds. I really we fixed do. It, and now, four percent of the top americans <laughs> own 50 percent of the wealth it's good now actually like i'm like, not here to say by me. traditional <laughs>
0: fighting game standards it makes hey, sense listen, i'm here listen, to say listen, by listen. platforming standards it makes sense if you play a game like brawlhalla or icons everybody in sure. those characters is so ridiculously unbalanced there actually is like only five or six you can play competitively sure 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 so okay, it's like, I'll,
1: I'll take that that's, I'll take that's that. the and, only
0: reason i say that is because it's very important to let people know you have options from the top tiers you want to pick and the option is basically a real roster worth of options you know yeah
1: and and i guess too like fgc has kind of people don't know what a bad character is anymore i feel like 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 you know 10 15 years ago they didn't have balanced teams they didn't have squads of people dedicated to figure out how to balance a game as someone whose job it is to balance a game like the amount of work that goes into ensuring that you know people fulfill their fight fantasies and and can have like a balanced fun time regardless of who they play that didn't exist no, like it didn't. you got you got blaze blue CT Tager fighting new 13 you know like that's what that's what you got you like people don't know what bad characters are nowadays so maybe it was wrong of me to say that, that no no, no i in, appreciate
0: you sharing your yeah. thoughts and i think it's valid i did just want to give direction especially since i know like you don't play platform sure. fighters like that sure. and i did i just felt like i had a responsibility to make sure that you had some context and i yeah i it, totally respect it, it, your point and i think you're still correct for having that viewpoint especially from the traditional fighting game community i just want to make sure that like because someone's going to listen they're gonna be like platformers platform fighting games and this and this and that and i want people to understand like yeah we platform fighting games were not made with every single character being viable like games like Skullgirls sure. is or games like I would even say yeah, Third Strike true. is which which that's is true. what the fighting I mean, game ex- community ex- expects you know yeah and and like when i
1: say that uh, Dragon Ball Now is about finding the fun in a crazy game. Yeah. I think that Ultimate is very much the same way. And to be fair, I I love Melee. Like, I think yeah. Melee is a really fun no, game. Melee kinda, godlike, Melee. Melee yeah, probably, no, Melee is godlike.
0: I, I, I still believe that Project Melee had the potential to bring so many different communities together. And it really does sadden me that Nintendo stopped that from really blowing up back immediately after EVO. Don, um, you know i know your previous employer was was twitter you know we don't Uh talk about your previous employer on this podcast just out of respect to you uh but i understand that there is something that you would like to actually talk about very very briefly and that's actually going to be threads the newest application by meta oh my god
1: sorry i had to sink i had to sink down in my chair real quick to get to the the emotional level that threads gets me to uh so if you've been living under a rock uh and you only care about fighting games uh chances are you haven't heard of threads but if you are in the world at all you have uh threads is an app made by mark zuckerberg facebook's own metazone um that is designed to compete with Twitter. Uh, I, like I'm gonna be real with you, I can't I can't talk too much about Twitter because I used to work there. Um, but I can say that Threads is a garbage platform that sucks. <laughs> and if you hate yourself and you want to consume the worst content ever made, go to Threads. Um, so I joined Threads. Uh, it's it's a it's a website where you can post thoughts and images, much like Twitter. Um, Except instead of the fighting game community and funny people being on there, it's just influencers uh, posting the... uh, So, because Threads is, like, the same type of ecosystem as Instagram, um, it's all garbage because Instagram people... Models don't know how to be good posters, is what I'm going to say. I don't think they're depressed enough. So... You know, it's just a bunch of hot garbage, and I'm trying to post on there, and it's just, like... It just feeds you garbage content, and, like, no one from the FGC is on there, and the ones that are... So I'm subscribed to, like, like like 200 people from the FGC. Okay, okay. And I refresh the app, and no one is there. Like, literally, like, two people post.
0: I've heard a lot like, of complaints about threads in general like i've heard people not getting recommendations to follow i've heard of people not having like like the prime example you gave of all of those threads i guess you provided those screenshots so thank you so much to you for venturing onto the application and uh, unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) taking these screenshots and giving them to us but like you provided as well the b-roll footage and and it's a little bit grayed out in the background but one of the things i noticed when i was going through it was that like next to none of them were fighting game people and i i know you follow no, fighting game people on instagram and no, on threads.
1: Fight, fighting game people are still on twitter so yeah. if you want to if you are a fighting game aficionado uh and you only care about fighting games uh right now we are all still on twitter and none of us are on meta
0: thank god by the way oh i, I just want to say for the record um I refuse to support any application that Meta creates exclusively. Like, I just don't trust their numbers. They're still under congressional investigation for... (laughs) For advertising sure. and a, a possible like in what what is it? Uh, monopoly, I believe, is what they're yeah still something under. like that. They were actually found guilty, I believe, of inflating their numbers, just like Google's under congressional investigation right now for their advertising and everything. So I just I I don't mess with any new applications that the sure. Zuck comes out with just because I don't trust them. I used no, to I trust Twitter. That. I, and I then, personally you know,
1: believe. Yeah, I, I personally believe that I trust Twitter's numbers right now. So you know, <laughs> if you wanna, if you want really validated in view count information, Twitter.com is the place to be.
0: Definitely the place to be. But you 100%. know, in other news, we have places to be, Don. And that has been this episode of FGC Cast, hosted by the Purple Sharpie and Yahozy. Now, Don, as I ask mm-hmm. you at the end of every single stream. Uh, do you have any final closing thoughts before we go ahead and end up this episode of fgc cast
1: listen okay if if you are in bracket and you're nervous and you're losing i want you to remember that it's okay to lose
0: oh that was godlike okay it's okay okay to lose yo put that on a coffee mug dude it's, yeah
1: it's okay to lose on it a is okay
0: meeting. to lose <laughs> me dude. sitting in
1: a in a meeting with a client with a cup that says it's okay to lose that's <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's so good what about like <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> dying is cool Connor, dude, I, was, I was
0: literally about to say that is the number one cup you do not want to have when you are running a funeral home dude
1: hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I run a financial institution and my cup oh, says it's okay to lose.
0: If you, are, if you are a stockbroker, do not buy that merch, dude. Don't get it. Don't do it.
1: I want I to get a shirt that says number one loser on it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Listen, when it comes to losing, I'm the best at losing there is. You I'm not going to get last. I'm going to co- cook. I want to go ahead and actually um,
0: shout out Scrub Quotes real quick, who actually has a teespring that has a shirt that says, 0 and 2, but it was close. And I also want to go ahead and shout out uh, Shinobi. Who runs Climax of the Night, which is a Melty Blood exclusive offline tournament yeah. that has actually been discontinued? But his team will actually be responsible, I believe, for Melty Blood at EVO. Uh, they announced a new Teespring where you can actually go ahead and support them so that hopefully they can come back in an online capacity or something along those lines. I'm gonna go ahead and edit in some footage of that, so definitely check out their Teespring. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode of FGC Cast, and as always, gamers, we will see you offline.
1: That's right, see offline, it's okay to lose.
0: (laughs) We really do need a cup with that. Yeah.